Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Thursday, June 11, 2020. I'm Rich Straffolino. The Wall Street Journal reports that, according to sources, the European Commission plans to file formal antitrust charges against Amazon, based on Amazon allegedly using data from third-party sellers to compete against them. The EU's case reportedly looks at similar conduct to an April Wall Street Journal investigation that found Amazon business analysts created reports using restricted data from third parties derived almost entirely from one seller to develop competing products. Under EU law, the European Commission could find Amazon as much as 10% of its annual revenue. Amazon announced it's putting a one-year moratorium on the use of its recognition, facial recognition service, by police. Amazon said it's advocated for governments to introduce legislation about the ethical uses of facial recognition, and we hope this one-year moratorium might give Congress enough time to implement appropriate rules. Amazon declined to say how many police departments use recognition and only lists the Washington County Sheriff's Office in Oregon as a recognition customer on the AWS website. Turkish security researcher Yunus Kadirsi recently outlined a flaw in the Universal Plug and Play or UPnP network protocol called Call Stranger. This allows a remote and unauthenticated user to interact with devices that are supposed to be accessible only inside local networks, potentially to orchestrate DDoS attacks. The attack exploits the protocol's subscribe function, which is used to send and confirm notifications to other connected devices on the network when specified events happen. CallStranger sends a subscription request that forges the URL that's to receive the resulting callback as the basis for a DDoS attack. Vulnerable devices include Windows 10, the Xbox One, routers from Asus, Huawei, D-Link, Samsung Smart TVs, and other devices, and requires them to be exposed to the internet. Kadirsi notified the Open Connectivity Foundation, who maintains the UPnP protocol, and they've updated the underlying specification, but vendors will need to implement their own patches. Motherboard reports that Facebook paid a security firm and worked with them to develop a zero-day vulnerability in the privacy-focused Debian Linux distro Tails OS that was not disclosed to Tails. Tails routes all traffic through Tor. The vulnerability was then handed to a third party who delivered it to the U.S. FBI. The FBI exploited the vulnerability to identify an IP address, which helped lead to the arrest of Buster Hernandez, who has pleaded guilty to 41 charges, including child pornography, coercion and enticement of a minor, and threats to kill, kidnap, and injure, among others. Facebook told Motherboard this was a unique case because he was using such sophisticated methods to hide his identity, that we took the extraordinary steps of working with security experts to help the FBI bring him to justice. Tails is used by more than 30,000 activists, journalists, domestic violence survivors, and more. Facebook believes the code exploited by the vulnerability in Tails was removed in an update made after the exploit was used on Hernandez, meaning no disclosure was necessary. The Technology Coalition was formed in 2006 with the goal of stopping child sexual exploitation and abuse, and includes Google, Facebook, Microsoft, and Twitter as members. The coalition published this week Project Protect, which includes five goals to meet this mission, given how the web has changed and expanded since the group was founded. These include investing in new technology, holding annual forums with governments and law enforcement, funding independent research into changing trends with child exploitation, creating new systems to better share information and new threats across the industry, as well as sharing insights on reporting, including a way for firms to benchmark their own progress. The European food delivery company Just Eat Takeaway announced it agreed to acquire Grubhub in an all-stock deal worth $7.3 billion. This comes two months after Takeaway itself acquired Just Eat in an $8 billion merger. 
Bloomberg reports Uber had reportedly been in talks with Grubhub about an acquisition prior to COVID-19 lockdowns, but concerns over U.S. regulatory approval delayed the deal. Just Eat Takeaway hopes to use Grubhub to launch its own service in the U.S. market. Intel revealed specifications for its first hybrid x86 platform called Lakefield, which pairs one higher-power Sunny Cove CPU core with four efficient Tremont Atom cores in a stacked arrangement using Intel's Foveros technology. Lakefield will come in both i3 and i5 versions, both of which feature a 7-watt TDP and support for LPDDR4X4266 memory. The i5 version sports a base clock of 1.4 GHz across all cores, with a turbo on the Sunny Cove core up to 3 GHz, and includes an Intel Gen 11 GPU with 64 execution units. The i3, meanwhile, features a base clock of 800 MHz and a single-core turbo up to 2.8 GHz and a GPU with 48 execution units. Lakefield has already been announced for use in the Samsung Galaxy Book S, the Lenovo ThinkPad X1 Fold, and the Microsoft Surface Book Neo. Apple announced it's shutting down both iBooks Author and iTunes U. iBooks Author will no longer be updated and won't be available as of July 1st, and projects will have to be imported to transition to pages iTunes U will be discontinued at the end of 2021. Apple recommends using schoolwork for anyone publishing private content on iTunes U going forward. Twitter is testing a new feature for English-language Android users that attempts to retweet links without clicking through them. A prompt will ask the user if they would like to open the linked article first before they retweet it. And security researcher Jane Manchin Wong also reports that Twitter is testing emoji reactions in tweets, Twitter recently introduced emoji reactions in DMs and previously tested tweet reactions back in 2015. And finally, at closing of trading on Wednesday, Apple's stock closed at $352 per share, putting the company's market cap at $1.52 trillion. The stock price makes it the first U.S. company to reach that total amount for all existing shares. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes there and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.